0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on yet another sunny day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Gary Orr, Group Chief Executive of Radian, a housing provider in the south and southwest of England, supplying affordable homes as well as market rent and sale, as well as shared ownership. Gary, hello. Hi, Matthew. Thank you very much for coming on the program today. Uh, Now, normally, we'd get straight over to the subject of leadership, But considering the ongoing COVID outbreak, uh, we need to start there. How has this affected uh, your organization?
1: Well, initially it had a a major impact on our organization, both as an employer and as a service provider. Um, As an organization, we employ around 1,500 colleagues. And our activities range from providing management and maintenance services to the 35,000 homes that we own across the south of England. Um, alongside building 1,000 new homes every year. Um, and we've planned to do that for every year for the next 10 years. So as a consequence, we found ourselves having to close all of our construction sites down temporarily and also to completely recalibrate our business in terms of what was predominantly a workforce-based in office premises. So we found ourselves having to test our infrastructure and to really redesign and recalibrate the business to accommodate a significant proportion of our workforce from home. Um, we've managed to successfully do that and and our our infrastructure held up extremely well and uh, our productivity levels returned quite quickly in terms of uh, much of aspects of the services that we deliver. Uh, But that took an enormous amount of effort and dedication on behalf of colleagues across the organization. Um, the other complication that we have and challenge was that um, we have in, in the 35,000 homes that we own, we have some 80,000 people living in our homes um, that require services, whether they be repair services or dealing with the implications of lockdown and COVID. So we found ourselves having to increasingly uh, redesign our services, which traditionally had been around sending colleagues out into the home, whether it be to carry out a repair. Um, so we really had to pare back much of our services, in terms of the, our ability to go into customers' homes to carry out work, or to engage with them uh, in order to provide advice and assistance during that time. Um, in addition, we obviously are an organisation that houses a wide range of people, um, people that can obviously uh, range from being able to live independent lives to those that are more vulnerable and, and require support. So we had to think very carefully and redesign services to engage the more vulnerable customers by introducing different types of services to ensure people that got mails delivered or ensure that they got advice and support or signposted in the right direction. So it was an enormous challenge, um, but we are now in a position where we have a new normality uh, and we find ourselves back to a position where the vast majority of our services are now back up and running again. Our construction sites are up and running, we're receiving handover and we're able to house new people on the waiting list or those that are seeking to buy new homes.
0: How do you believe uh, that this current pandemic way of operating is going to affect businesses in the long term?
1: Yeah, well, I, I certainly think that that is the case. Um, and what we are seeing is, in many ways, um, the acceleration of our thinking uh, that we had already undertaken in terms of some of our plans regarding the digitalization of our services, and getting as many of our customer interactions as much as possible onto online platforms. Um, This has very much accelerated for us um, the concept of self-service, but also really uh, the importance of customer segmentation and the ability to design design services around those particular segments is critical going forward. So from our perspective, uh, we are at a point where we will be presenting a new proposed operating model that will be subject to board consideration in the coming weeks. And that new operating model signals a fundamental rethink around the office building, um, how we house our colleagues in a working environment, how we judge work, how we manage colleagues, how we allocate resources, how we engage with our stakeholders and how we provide information and services to our customers. So we're really using this, uh, what was a, a very challenging period to accelerate much of our uh, our ideas that were already being incubated in terms of fundamentally rethinking our relationship with our colleagues and with our customers in light of this challenge, um, but yet still in pursuit of ensuring that our colleagues feel highly engaged and motivated and similarly. similarly that our customers feel that they're getting a fantastic experience and a product and service that represents value for money. So in essence, uh, we've looked at this as an enormous challenge, but also as an opportunity to fundamentally rethink how, how we provide our services going forward.
0: Now, of course, we're here to discuss the concept of leadership. I always like to start this part of the conversation by asking the same simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: Well, forgive me, I'll try and resist the temptation to give a, a classic management MBA textbook uh, response. Um, I think for me, uh, leadership is the identification of individuals and groups of people that stand out in terms of their assumption and responsibility to pursue a mission or a purpose, and the ability to galvanize people ideas and resources in the pursuit of that mission. So in many ways it's uh, I look for leaders throughout my organization leadership for me defi- defies hierarchy and defies a uh, 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 situation or uh, purely uh, positional leadership, but recognizing that leaders appear in very many different ways. And you probably get a sense from my accent that I come from Northern Ireland where I have experienced over the years, the emergence of community leaders and leaders that emerge outside of hierarchy, that command legitimacy, the ability to pursue reform and improvement and the betterment. But I think in essence, my, my, the distillation of all that is that I see leaders as people that, are, that galvanize people and resources in the pursuit of the improvement and betterment of the situation.
0: Now, of course, uh, everyone has a different style of leadership. What's yours?
1: Well, I think I try and be an adaptive leader um, uh, and was, I think, uh, tremendously important. And uh, I've been quite a chief executive now for quite some time. And increasingly, I recognize that it is very, very important when dealing with customers, colleagues, stakeholders, that authenticity shines through and is, is present in terms of your connectivity with those 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 groupings. Um, so at the heart, I think authenticity is critical and a sense of your own values and an alignment of those values in terms of the organizations and interests that, that you pursue is critical. Um, I also think that um, uh, as a leader, it's important to learn from others. So picking and observing the best from others and, and, and distilling that into your own habits and practices is key going forward. But the heart of, for me, the heart of great leadership, is the ability to crystallize the mission and purpose that you share and you're in pursuit of, and the ability to uh, gather that momentum and support around you in order to make it a collective exercise. I believe in empowerment. I believe the ability for others to support is critical, and that there is a, a sense of connectivity and great communication necessary in any great leader that I've encountered.
0: Now, unfortunately, our time together is drawing to its close. But before I let you go, what does the next 12 months have in store for Radian?
1: Well, the next 12 months is a really exciting time. Um, Here in the UK, there is a major housing crisis uh, that the country faced. And that certainly predated the COVID crisis and challenges that we face. And in terms of the economic uh, challenges that the country and ultimately the globe faces, that we have we and we are an organization that needs to navigate through that. our objective is to ensure that we continue to to provide excellent services to our customers, that we have a, a positive proposition for our colleagues, that our workforce remains resilient and well connected to our organization, and ultimately that we make a a, a major contribution to new housing supply going forward. So our objective is to create an environment in which we create a situation in which our corporate strategy navigates through what will be a social and economic turbulent time, ensuring that our communities are resilient, ensuring that when we are intervening in communities and supporting communities, that is respective and reflective of the priorities of communities, that we continue to carefully manage our finances to ensure that our organisation remains Uh, resilient, that we continue to stress test and scenario plan to understand how our organization navigates through these economic challenges. We also look at how we can potentially collaborate with other organizations, both to support them, but also for the betterment of our own organization. So we see ourselves as an organization that is well positioned to make a positive contribution to continuing to help uh, support the economy but also to make a major contribution into our, into our communities by creating wealth, by creating employment opportunities, by supporting supply chains, and ultimately uh, create an alignment in which communities and economy continue to function effectively together, together.
0: Well, I'd like to thank you, Gary, very much for coming on the program. It's been a pleasure to have you here. And of course, we we'll have to have you back at some point in the future. But for now, thank you. That was Gary Orr, Group Chief Executive of Radian. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is my exclusive interview with our chairman, Lord Blunkett. Lord Blunkett, welcome.
2: Thank you very much. It's very good to be with you.
0: Um, Well, of course, uh, nothing is being said uh, at the moment other than COVID-19, which uh, we must touch on.